Hello, and welcome to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. I'm Sarah. I am Melinda. And this is a travel podcast in times where there is no travel. I would say huzzah, but I wouldn't mean it. (laughs) It's more of a yay. Which also kind of goes along with the theme of this episode. Does it? Sort of. It very much leans on the daydreaming about travel. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Since, you know, we can't. My passport won't take me anywhere. At the moment, it's temporary. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any updates? I'm roasting alive because it's summertime and hitting high temperatures in Washington. Oh, I was talking to one of my coworkers today who is working from his hometown. He just decided to do home office for a while. And his hometown is Tunisia. I mean, that's his home country. His hometown is in Tunisia. And uh, we asked him how that was. And he said, oh, it's just a little warm. Like, how warm is warm in Tunisia? I mean, it's not too warm. It's only 57 degrees Celsius. Which in Fahrenheit terms is... I know that 40 is really fucking hot already. So (laughs) That, that can't be true. That just can't be true. 245 degrees. 134. Oh no. Oh, oh no. That's way too hot. I f- okay, I feel like, I feel like he might have said 47 because 57 does not seem possible, but I swear that he said 47. Is- Or 57. 47, that, that's the 90s, right? Uh, 47 would be in the hundreds. Oh, it does crack the hundreds. Yeah, no, regardless, that's freaking hot and I would perish. Yeah, I think after a certain point, can you feel the difference between 120 and 130? I, I don't know. <sighs> that's way too hot. That's way too much. Yeah, 47 degrees would be 116. 57 is 134. Wait, what is the highest temperature recorded on Earth? Okay, it could not have been 57 because the highest temperature ever recorded on Earth was (laughs) 56.7. So he must have said 47. It's 47 but feels like 57. Is that it? I guess. Yikes. But regardless... Yeah, he was saying that, and I just looked at him like, how? How are you alive right now? I'm sure if you grew up in a warm climate, 47 wouldn't feel terrible, but it sounds pretty terrible. I'm, I'm going to have to pass on all of that. Yeah, no, thank you. It's like in the 90s here, and it's too hot for me. Yeah, we've been in the like mid-80s lately. It was enough that I broke out the AC today. Yeah. Anyway, Sarah, do you have an update? Uh, my update is that I'm getting kittens. Plural. By the time this episode comes out, I will have kittens. And then the next update is going to be about the kittens for like 75% of the show. Ooh, we should do a kitten episode. (laughs) Are we going to interview them about their travels? Yes. It's a special bonus content only for subscribers. Sign up for our Patreon for an episode that shows 45 minutes of cats meowing. I have to go now. (laughs) Oh, no, thank you. We can do a spinoff podcast from Can I Pet Your Dog called Can I Pet Your Cat. Or Can I Have Your Cat? (laughs) Can you really spin off a podcast that you have no affiliation with? I don't know, but we could try. Until they sue us. I was going to say, until we're sued and we have no money. Don't come for us, Max Fun. We didn't mean anything by it. Anywho's, this week's episode is about daydreaming about travel and discussion on future places we would like to go to. I want to go to there. But where? Where is the first place you would like to go to? The first place I would like to go to is probably the Great Barrier Reef. 
with some pretty like sturdy floaties so I don't drown. And all the reef safe sunscreen. I am basically, you know, I think the only way I could really experience the Great Barrier Reef without burning because let's face it, no amount of sunscreen would help, was if I were just like dipped in carbonite first, like full on Han Solo. And I would, that's the only way I'd come out of that experience without a sunburn. But is that really safe for the reef? I mean, it, as long as carbonite's a non-leaching metal, which I do, I don't really know for a fact because, you know, it's fictional. Right. But it's probably safer than most sunscreens. I feel like you would need like a whole like deep sea diving wetsuit with the hood and everything (laughs) like the bell style yeah so you have like the big old helmet on your shoulders and you have like the gloves and the boots and the everything but i would also still somehow need to carry a parasol and wear a sun hat over the hood or over the helmet which again like it brings up problems that you have now already is finding hats that fit your ginormous head What I would need to do is go to a store like FAO Shorts where they sell those giant teddy bears and steal one of the he- hats off of one of those. Don't steal. That's bad. Well, buy it and then steal it from the bear, not the store. Duh. And you'd still manage to burn with all of this. <laughs> yeah, still, somehow. I'd have on that big, solid, heavy suit and you'd see me at the edge of the boat and you'd just push me right in. <laughs> you laugh, but you know you would. <laughs> Here, Sarah, let me help you into the water. Sparta kick. <laughs> I'll just be in my carbonite suit and slowly sinking. That's when I'd be making the Han Solo pose as I look up at you and realize that you have scarred. You've been the scar to my Mufasa. Oh, oh, damn. (laughs) Truth comes out. So uh, where do you want to go? Peru, Machu Picchu specifically, Rainbow Mountains. You know, I might have heard something. I might have heard something to that effect. Rumors, you know, rumors that you want to go to Peru. You know, I just I just thought about how cool it'd be going how cool it would be to go there recently. And I I thought I'd toss it on the list. This is completely new of an idea for me. Just cash, you know, just, you know, thinking about it. No, that's Peru is where I want to be. I want to be with llamas and sweet ancient architecture, 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 architecture and uh, rainbow mountains. And did I mention llamas? Llamas. I might have heard something about that, yeah. I'm going to get there one day. Just start walking. By the time you get to the the border in Peru, maybe they will start letting Americans in. That's a whole lot of other borders that I have to hope that they're letting me into. <laughs> God, that would be like the whole Lord of the Rings saga, too. Basically. But without How far the do eagles, they walk? Uh, across Middle Earth. I wonder if that would actually like work out mileage-wise. I, I feel like you know could. I am not familiar enough with the geography of Middle Earth to tell you what the scale of those maps in the book is. I have no clue. There was no scale. No comparison for you. But yeah, just give it a go. Start walking. I'll see you there. I can fly there. That's no. I'm supposed to have a buddy. <laughs> thank you. At least one. Uh, as if the plan was ever for me to meet you in Seattle and go from there. <laughs> It is now. Get over here and let's go walking. The funny thing is, is out of the two of us, I'm the only one of us who would be game for that. (sighs) I feel like realistically, this would not work out well. I mean, if you're looking into the practicalities of a fellowship style journey, you've already lost the plot. Well, let's see what Google Maps says. (laughs) Did you know that Mordor is on Google Maps? I think I did. All right. Oh, Machu Picchu to Machu Picchu. A much shorter walk than you would think. It's telling me that it can't find a way there. (laughs) Can I drive? Definitely does not like walking. Sometimes you have to take the path less traveled. Blaze your own trail. Well, I just looked on Google Maps. Mordor 
is just outside Marysville, Washington, and the Shire is just outside Chehalis. That is extremely convenient. And very specific. It does not want to give me, it does not want to give me walking directions. But if you go into Google Maps and you put your start point as the Shire and your end point as Mordor and you ask for walking directions, it comes with, with an error message that says, walking directions are in beta. Use caution. One does not simply walk into Mordor. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Google Maps does not want to tell me. Bummer. Get out of compass. How I is mean, it point south and you should get there eventually. I was going to say, how is a compass going to tell me how long it's going to take to walk there? I did not say that it would tell you. It is not a map. <laughs> it points you in the right direction. Did you know that Machu Picchu is an iconic hilltop ruins of a large 15th century Incan city featuring numerous, numerous structures and terraces? Oh, and it's good for kids. Hmm, that's delightful. Thanks, Google Maps. But yeah, Peru is like, this is one of the places I have to get to in my lifetime. Well, good luck. Next update is that Sarah has kittens and I quit the podcast to start walking to Peru. <laughs> it's just the pit, the kitten cast from now on. Uh, what's your next place? Oh, so for my next thing, it's not so much a place. Well, it is a place because you have to go to a specific place to do it, but it's more of an experience and that is going to Chengdu, China so that I can hold the baby pandas and potentially smuggle one out. And that's why I would go with Melinda so that she can cause a distraction and I can take the panda. I will go hang out with pandas. I am not opposed to this whatsoever, but I will not smuggle pandas and I will especially not smuggle pandas out of China. Would you smuggle pandas out of the Washington DC zoo? No, because all pandas are from China, so I feel like China still would come after you. Only if you get caught. Hello? Big old lazy bear is stolen. It's not like it walked out. They don't know that. Have you met pandas? Have you seen them? (laughs) They're not into doing much of anything. We need to go through like a cat style boot camp. You know how the cast of cats went through a boot camp where they had to learn how to move like a cat? I will train you to walk like a panda. Whoa! You will climb out through the security so that the security cameras can see you. Meanwhile, I take a panda and smuggle it out the back door. Done. Perfect plan. Could not lose. Uh, Let's call it Ocean's Nine. Okay, two things. I'm very concerned (laughs) about the knowledge you have about Cats, the musical. (laughs) And thing number two, that was such like an evil villain thing to do to reveal your plan to everybody before you go do it so you can definitely get caught mid-heist. You're assuming that's my actual plan. You're my patsy. No. If I don't tell you everything... You can be honest when you are interrogated by the Chinese government. Nope, still not liking this plan whatsoever. You clearly haven't watched enough Ocean's movies. Hard pass. On a less illegal note, um, if I can't go anywhere else in the world, I might as well try and get into all of the states that I can, since the U.S. is actually quite large. And the furthest west I've been is like Missouri and Illinois. Mm-hmm. By west, I mean east. There we go. <laughs> You know what? If you go far enough west, it it becomes west again. So I have not been sleeping very well lately. Um, And, you know, the thing I tell people at work all the time, whatever you're looking for, it's on your left. If it's not on your left enough, keep turning left until you find it. (laughs) It's like there's this thing that my friends in Germany used to do when someone would get drunk and confused. We'd tell them that your left is the hand where your thumb and pointer finger make an L. And then they just stare there, like, flipping their hands back and forth and over. Because 
it all depends on which way you're holding your hands. And they can sit there for a good solid 10 minutes flipping their hands over and making elves and trying to figure out which one is left. But they're both left. You've got two left hands. The doctor never told you. That seems very problematic for gloves. (laughs) Maybe that's why I put my shoes on the wrong feet. Because I have left hands for feet. You want to think that, but nope. You're just special. Yeah. But no, I mean, there's a lot of different states that I haven't been to, and state by state, it's different. It's like little cultural microcosms. But yeah, so there's a lot of exploring just within home that I should and would like to do. Which state would be your number one what's your number one state on your wish list well right now i really want to go to colorado because i want to go to the stanley hotel which was the inspiration of the overlook in the shining mm-hmm. so those... famously very far east <laughs> it's fairly east i mean it's east relative to us which is about as west as you can get on the continent stop trying to confuse me sarah quick which one's your left hand both of them good answer but no i i haven't been to colorado i would really love to uh go on the ghost tour that they have at the hotel because i think it would be fun regardless of anything i think it would just be a fun time haunted hotel haunted haunted ornate hotel what's not to love haunted indeed see it's that lack of sleep (laughs) I cannot sleep lately. It's really bad. But moving on, what's your next place? The next place that I would like to go to isn't so much a place as it is another experience. And that is that I want to experience a total solar eclipse. Of the heart? Yes, because as we all know, the sun shines into our own hearts. Not mine. Let the light into your heart, Melinda. Let it in. But let it go let it go uh, mm, okay uh so the next one that is happening and you can google all of this like the solar eclipses are all mapped out for who knows how long but the next one will be seen from antarctica and the southern tip of chile and i think it would be really really awesome to see a solar eclipse from antarctica am i going you know, to be able to pull you know what's near chile though right peru cornbread <laughs> wow great dad uh, joke Sarah. Is- Peru is not remotely near the path of the eclipse, though. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if we're if we're there, we can hit up Peru. We can hit up Chile. We can hit up a solar eclipse. Okay. Okay. Humor me for a second. Map of Chile. All right. So what does Google say about the map of... Up- is it considered upcoming or the next coming solar eclipses of your heart the next one so when you say oh you know it's right next to chile the distance between machu picchu which is what you want to visit and the part of chile where they're going to see the the total solar eclipse wait it's just under three thousand miles away yeah complete opposites uh-huh so it's, it's not fine. like they're right next to each other once we get to like full solar eclipse coverage we have to start walking to peru oh and we'll get there in three years <laughs> it's great it'll be fine we might be a little dirty and stinky um, but it's fine but the alternative is that if we just wait until august 2027 we could watch a total solar eclipse over the pyramids of giza Ooh, yes yes mm-hmm. Mm. I would be so in for that. That would be super awesome. Oh, wait. I feel like that would like give opportunities for like some um, interesting zombie uh, uh, possibilities, resurrection possibilities. 
Like, that would be pretty cool, though, right? The mummies will rise. Yeah. And they'll be like, man, there's nothing to do here. We should have stayed in the hotel bar. (laughs) Yeah. If you have never seen a total solar eclipse, at really how many of us have, if you just Google total solar eclipse, they'll there's lists all over the place and there's one at timeanddate.com where you can see like a map showing the paths and see where they cross like um excuse me australia why do you get three in the next 10 years and we get one and granted only part of the u.s gets it prime location well there isn't really a prime location it's just coincidentally they're gonna get a bunch i mean i would not be upset about seeing one in australia either no me either i wouldn't be upset about seeing one anywhere but like there's gonna be one that crosses over easter island this year that would be really freaking cool but we're not getting to easter island this year no but that would be rather cool at least it looks like it does it's kind of a small map so it's hard to be perfectly certain but but yeah (sighs) i want to see a solar eclipse Speak about experiences that would be cool. I would like to hang out with flamingos in Aruba. <laughs> I think that would be really fun. I think the flamingos would be more fun to chill with than the pigs. Because aren't they in Aruba as well? Uh, those are in Exumas. No, those are oh, in the okay. Bahamas. Bahamas instead. But yeah, I want to hang out with flamingos on a beautiful beach. Flamingos are nature's weirdos and I love it. They're bright and they're beautiful and hopefully they won't peck me. I feel like they've got less of a pecking beak and more of a hammering beak because it hooks down at the end and kind of gives them a blunt surface. I don't want to be beaked by a bird. <laughs> How's that? Does that, is that better? I I feel like that is one of those words that if you typed it into Urban Dictionary, you'd find some weird results. Nope. So I don't know what it means, what you just said, but. <laughs> I don't want a bird to hit me with their beak, whether it's pecking or bonking. Bonk, bonk, bonk. It makes me think of croquet. Go figure. <laughs> like Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> exactly. You could play a really good game of croquet in Aruba. That's what you think, but. <laughs> you probably could. Like mini golf gone wrong. But yeah. Who wouldn't want to like swim around with flamingos? According to Urban Dictionary, beaking no. is to trash talk someone to their face and make them look like an idiot in front of other people. Oh, I do that to you all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you'll get beaked by a flamingo. Man, I always knew those uh, those flamingos threw a lot of shade, threw a lot of beak. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? You'll have to ask them when we get there. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to go hang out with flamingos too? I actually have a connection to the flamingos. I'm the one who could get us in. Let's go. (laughs) I know a guy. I'm pretty big in Aruba. Sure you are. Sure you are. Just nod and smile. Agree with me. Just agree. She's nodding. You can't tell, but she is. Yes. (laughs) Your next location? Next on my list would be to go to Switzerland. Because it's a country that I feel, after having lived in Europe, in total, over five years, I should probably have been to most of Germany's neighboring countries by now. Especially the ones where they speak German. Not that you can't get by with just English in most countries in Europe, if not all of them. However, I speak one of their languages. I I feel like I should go there. But the timing is just never quite right. And right now, you know, long train trips or plane trips just are not in the cards. 
So it's going to be a while before that happens. But someday I will go and get me some Swiss chocolate in Switzerland. I've been to Switzerland. It was a very short like stopover, I guess. But I would love to go back. I would love to see the Matterhorn. The real one, not the one with the Yetis in the basketball court. Oh, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure they have those at the real one, too. Lots of Yetis. And Lots of basketball. And if you go inside the mountain, <laughs> there's a basketball court. For those of you, that reference makes zero sense, too. The Matterhorn is also the name of a ride at Disneyland that is Yeti themed. Like there's just Yetis that you zip around and past. And inside the the construction of their fake mountain, there's a basketball court for cast members to blow off some steam, I guess. What do you mean it's a fake mountain? Shh. All mountains are fake. The earth is flat and anything that isn't flat is constructed out of paper mache. That's a little concerning, actually. <laughs> volcanoes are a myth i don't think so but okay Uh, i think another thing that would be super awesome to do would to either is it cappadocia 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 i know there's a lot of different ways to pronounce it in turkey where they do um the hot air balloons or even Mm -hmm. albuquerque new mexico but i think going to like the hot air balloon festival thingies would be really cool to see just all of them floating and filling the sky but viewing them from the ground yeah i don't think i necessarily want to go up in one as fun as that sounds it's not something you can pilot yeah, they kinda, just kind of drift yeah you're kind of subject to the air currents and part of that scares me yeah i don't i don't like being subjected to nature's will she seems a little vengeful maybe just a little so i'll stay on the ground i'll admire the beauty of all the hot air balloons floating and wish all of those peoples in those baskets good luck and safe landings and in this scenario you're enjoying the pic- the the view. Meanwhile, I'm taking pictures for you as your Instagram wife, husband, was Damn right. Did you say basket? No, no, I didn't. Okay, I'm like, I wasn't quite listening, I guess. Yeah, you do that. At least I'm honest about it. But yeah, get some sweet pictures of me and the hot air balloons. That'd be awesome. I love that when you gestured for the hot air balloons, you did like our secret hand sign for toilet. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> just happens yes melinda and i have a secret signal for when we have to go to the bathroom and you know what melinda's really the only one who uses it but i know what it means that's because i'm the human and sarah's just a robot i don't i don't need silly human things like toilets i (laughs) all right so after we see some hot air balloons then where uh well i'd say first things first before we venture out and go see hot air balloons maybe we should like see things outside of our own homes what's that like Have we seen things outside? I don't know what the outside looks like anymore. Step one on my bucket list, see something that is not in my actual neighborhood. I like that your step one is like midway in. (laughs) (laughs) Baby steps. Baby steps. You're like, wait, wait, now that I'm really thinking about this, I want to go outside. (laughs) Just basic outside, a block over would be great. Since March, I have left my neighborhood twice, twice, just twice not even for work nothing i went to my well i went to my office once to pick up mail and i went to ikea once because i had broken a piece of furniture and needed to replace it two times and both times it was so nerve-wracking you get on the train and you're like oh this isn't too crowded this is no big deal and suddenly you pass the main station and the train is packed you're like oh god oh god there's so many people breathing in here stop breathing everyone stop breathing 
didn't work. Nobody listened to me. That's not how that's supposed to work, Sarah. <laughs> and it's one thing when everybody's all masked up and that's fine and dandy. And then you look around and you realize nobody has their masks over their damn noses. I thought it was a mandatory chin strap. Is that not right? It's a beard guard. Oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> Yeah, that bothers me. It's like, that's not how that's meant to be. It really bothers me too. Plus, I'm seeing it more and more just everywhere. I walk into the grocery store and every single person I pass has a mask hanging over their chin. Come on. It's really not that hard. Just pull it up over your nose. Which I understand that it's hot. It's not comfortable. It's terrible. It's probably going to make you break out. But I've been having to do this since... April, I think we started mandatory. So you can wear it for your errands, Karen, and get over it. Yeah, truly. Most people are not in the grocery store for more than like 30 minutes, right? Sure. I mean, 30 minutes, you can do it. Especially since here, there's no requirement that you wear it outside. So the second you step outside, you take it off. Done. Just done. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. But nobody wants to be stuck in this pandemic forever. Yep. And that's the political portion. Well, once you make it out of your neighborhood, you know where else we should go? Where's that? Nepal. I'm intrigued. Continue. Part of me wants to see Everett. Everett? (laughs) (laughs) Everett is not in Nepal. Everett's in Washington. I did not sleep well. Uh, part of me wants to see Everest pretty close. Is this something I'm going to summit? No. But I think it would be cool to, I don't know, maybe make it to a base camp or like fly over it and see it kind of close. Yeah, Everest is one of those interesting places where I feel like, and I can't say this with any experience, that the idea of going there is possibly more exciting than going there. It's not that I, I mean, in terms of base camps. Like, the base camps are not exactly a tourist destination, even if people would like them to be. I'd like to see Everest from a distance. I want to get to the Everest vicinity. Like, what's the base base camp? Let's go there. And then I said that I've been to Everest. A bit on Everest. Well, and the base camps were the places that last year were having huge, huge issues because it was so swarmed with tourists that people were dying. I don't want to do that. No, because the problem is, is on your way up to the base camp, you have to keep moving. But the trail was so backlogged with people that they were just passing out because they couldn't get any further on the trail. No, thank you. I don't know the I don't know the full details, obviously, but I do remember it was in the news that over tourism was really wreaking havoc on people's health faster and more directly than it does in other instances. I don't want to be like that, but I would like to like see it within a reasonable manner i mean if like we're crowding trails right now then i can be back here that's fine i just think it'd be really cool to kind of be close to it i don't know something about it it's very impressive fun fact about everest everyone actually pronounces the name wrong how is the true pronunciation eve rest because it's named after a person whose last name was eve rest like together i see it yeah no if you look at the word it's like yeah well i will see everest and everest and nepal sounds good to me and the himalayans and the himastandans but i think i don't know i think it would be a cool experience i'm game I mean, I'm not going to do any hiking, but, you know, I'll I'll shout support from further below. No, I don't even know if I could do, like, to a base camp. I'm not very good with altitude. I get headaches. So, you know, close as I can get safely, reasonably, without the headache. Okay, so for the last thing on my list, 
I think, I mean, there's, my list is a mile long, but we would be here all day if you had to sit through my entire list. Hour number 56. Oh God, we could do like a filibuster episode where I just go until I can't talk anymore. I don't know what I'm filibustering, but you know, just generally filibustering life. You're gonna do it, dang it. The next place I would like to visit would be the Taj Mahal. Ooh, good choice. But not just the Taj Mahal. So the Taj Mahal is a memorial to a man's wife. Off the top of my head, I don't know who these people are. Let's be honest. I won't sugarcoat it. Um, but he what? also had you don't know something for once but she was not his first wife he had two wives i believe she was his just the first favorite. wife yeah exactly she was the favorite his first wife has her own memorial nearby that is significantly smaller and i would also like to see that one because i feel like if your husband erects a memorial that is like world famous and iconic for his other wife i feel like i we owe it to the first wife to also go visit her stuff (laughs) i mean yeah poor thing like it's cool he built you one too but it's really shitty that you didn't get you know the really fancy ornate one apparently there is a restaurant in dusseldorf called the taj mahal because when i googled it that was the first result (laughs) and they're like yes they're delivering now I hope they have good food there. The restaurant, like not the do. actual Taj Mahal. <laughs> they serve fantastic fries at the Taj Mahal. Palm frites. All right. Speaking about food, though, uh, it's something that Sarah and I have kind of discussed doing before, I believe. But I think it would be fun just in one of our travels, we find one of like the five star, five star, four star Michelin restaurants uh-huh. and just go for it three star well i'm gonna find the five star i can't remember how many stars well that will be very challenging that will be a lifelong quest uh that is your in-home dining experience with gordon ramsay where he still shouts at you i'm i think that's a negative five star when your chef is calling you an idiot sandwich that is not a fun experience i want him to call me panini head that was probably my favorite (laughs) insult but uh yeah um that's something that sarah and i have talked about doing before is like somewhere wherever we're at we find a michelin restaurant that we are interested in going to and just doing doing it get the really fancy dinner experience you know world famous cuisine from this world famous chef that we probably won't know who they are and i apologize in advance do you know the origin of the michelin star system i'm gonna guess it has nothing to do with the tires it has everything to do with the tires oh the tires got you there in perfect condition that is almost exactly it so the michelin tire the mission guide no i'm not joking that's almost exactly it the michelin guide was designed to get people to use their cars more often so they created this restaurant guide for people who are traveling and one star means it's a good restaurant two stars means that it's worth a detour and three stars means it's a special journey, but it's worth it. So like, yeah, it's going to use up your tires a little bit, but like, it's worth it. But that's How entirely funny. what the original purpose of the guide was, was to help you decide where to eat and wh- whether it was worth the tread on your tire. God, like these people have got my number. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's everything I want to know about a place and their food. <laughs> How good is their food? Is it worth it to get there? Over time, it's morphed into like, how ridiculously fancy is this place or not necessarily fancy but like extravagant in terms of quality yeah but the original purpose was definitely like 
car related. That's so funny. I love it so much. I love it even more. <laughs> we have to do this now. Let's start but walking. But only if it's a special journey. Yeah, so let's start walking. Um, no, 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 no. See, you missed the part where this is about tires. I don't have Heelys. There will be no walking involved. <laughs> So we have to plan the perfect trip that hits up Machu Picchu, a solar eclipse, and a Michelin-rated restaurant. Or just a Michelin tire store. No, I want food. They've probably got, like, diner coffee and a jar of peanuts. That's not safe. safety schmafty. We're wearing masks. Everything is safer when you're wearing a mask. And wash your damn hands. Oh, one more tangent. I saw a photo the other day that was captioned, if you're having difficulty breathing through your mask here's a handy tip and a person had taken her mask and under the pleats where you can't see it she had hole punched it no yeah just because you can't see it doesn't mean that's okay sure it is people wear a mask without holes please and not as a beard guard chin strap like the penguin also penguins that's on the list just penguins in general yeah interaction with penguins oh gosh i said that was my last tangent but it wasn't so on reddit there is a forum called um there's a subreddit called am i an asshole or am i the asshole and somebody asked if they were the asshole because although they were not part of their neighborhood's hoa one of the hoa like gatekeepers you know the hoa people who feel the need to walk around and make a list of all of everybody's citations (laughs) this woman had gone into his backyard because she had heard he had had a pond and she discovered he had a pet penguin. What? (laughs) Apparently, like, he knew a guy who had rescued a penguin and the penguin was not able to be released into the wild. It wasn't safe to be in a zoo, so he claims. And the guy eventually couldn't take care of it himself, so he handed it off to the guy on Reddit and it was just keeping a penguin in his backyard, as you do. But the lady tried to call the cops and get his penguin taken away. It's like, am I an asshole for telling her to shut the fuck up? No. No. I mean, <laughs> should you have a penguin? Probably not. Yeah, but if you have a friend that's a zookeeper, then you probably are in good hands to try and take care of that penguin the best you can. I don't know that that was necessarily his situation. And he was really scrambling to make it seem like it was an okay thing. It's my cat. She shouldn't be wandering around people's backyards. Especially since he's not part of the HOA anyway. Yeah, for sure. But still, if you have a penguin, please make sure that you're taking care of it properly. And don't seek out penguins. Exotic animals do not want to be our pets. Except for pandas. They totally do. Uh, And it Mm -hmm. wants to come home with me, which is why it's in my backpack. Shut up. Go away. Don't call the HOA. And on that note, (laughs) I think that wraps up um, the bucket list episode. One day we'll travel again, friends. We'll get there. Yes, please. My neighborhood is very, very boring. Very boring. And they do not deliver good food here. No tacos for you. Just none. None at all. It was a very exciting day in my life when Burger King started delivering. That is the quality. At least it's better quality than like American Burger King, right? I don't know that it is. Also, there's a chicken nugget burger here. It's just four nuggets on bread. Five star Michelin restaurant right there. I found it. The two additional stars is because it's not damaging my tires, it's damaging theirs. <laughs> oh my. Anywho's, I think that does it for us this week. Yeah. So come back next week when we talk about stuff. Uh, I don't know. We don't know yet. It'll be something. And remember, it's an adventure. So uh, take this time to make that bucket list. Yeah, I like it. Do it. 
right now you have homework i like that i said that and then we both paused and nodded as if anybody could see us nodding i literally can't see you right now either so we're like how many episodes into this and we know that it's not a visual medium and yet we still nod and gesture and it's only for our own benefit (laughs) just assume that's happening okay bye bye Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. Don't forget to tell your friends about us and subscribe so you never miss a thing. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest under C2Unknown. That's S-E-A-T-O Unknown. Or you can check us out on our website, www.c2unknown.com. Want to know what we do on our off time? You can find both Sarah and I on Twitter and Instagram. Sarah is at S-A-R underscore S, and I'm at HooliganMonster on both. We would also love to hear from you. Send us an email with your stories and travel tips to c2unknown at gmail.com. Until then, it's an adventure. Bye!